I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, August 6th, 2022. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hi, Gordon. Hello, how are we doing? Yeah, very, very good. The beginning of season five. It is. I I can't remember any TV shows that I thought season five was quite good in. Um, but I'm I'm hoping that we maybe start a trend. You would go, you're gonna see for the fucking shield or something, I can feel like, aren't you? Every season of the shield is glorious. Right, okay. Um season fat dip. No, no. See, every everything gets good and then like it has a dip and then it, a bit of a resurgence around season four. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe someone can suggest Dave a good season five, a show with a good season five or a notable season five. One of, uh, one of Dave's, Dave's picks was essentially we're asking if this season come to come with a season five that was good for the TV show. Um, and that's just uh, there's a spoiler right there. Our, our guest for <laughs> episode one of season five, Mr. Dave Greenfield. How you doing, Dave? Yeah, good guys. Yeah, good summer. Pretty good. Pretty decent. Um, a lot of baseball, a lot of golf. Um, got some mics as you can see here. Uh, if you're on, if you're one of our patrons. Uh, the reason that we have mics. Um, so, Andy, you got a lovely fetching pink cable for yours. I got a nice, uh, a nice uh, yellow one. It's uh, it's orange. Uh, I asked I ask Gary for orange, and instead, um, I got. It definitely does look coral pink, but that's cool. Yeah, that is you know, yeah, because I've just seen your notebook that you're using when you help. <laughs> yeah, you know, see, let's not let's not be ha- let's not be having a go about color schemes here, G man. Oh, I do like it. So we're back to it. Feels like being back in the studio. It feels like being back in the early pre-COVID seasons one and two, um, with the with the proper mic setup. So we're good to go, raring to go. It was nice to have a break over the sort of off season for UK football. Um, still did some Patreon episodes. Got the winner of the US Open in the golf, Matt Fitzpatrick. Only had three picks, and uh, and he won at twenty eight to one. So that was glorious. That was pretty decent, and I had the for the British Open. I had Tommy Fleetwood, who ended up fourth at thirty threes, uh, and had Rory McIlroy to to win it. Um, and you know he he did exactly what uh, he usually does and just shat the bed, but at a different time. Um, so he didn't he didn't do his usual first round shite the bed. He, he did it on the last day. Um, but yeah, so some good some good picks over the over the summer, and um, the baseball's obviously still roaring on. Um, so we'll have to do a review of that uh, towards the end of the season, but. Excited to be back for the football and excited to hear, I'm sure, what Dave has from League well, One and Two. I say I'm excited <laughs> to be back for the football, but the Scottish Premier League started last week. Um, obviously, English Premier League coming up this weekend. And uh, my team, I was at Dundee United uh, versus Kilmarnock, away at Kilmarnock. Got a man, we were 1 0 up, got a man sent off with 20 minutes to go, conceded a stoppage time goal to draw one each, and my 25 quid bet at like 9 to 4 just got evaporated and I was like oh yeah 
football's really irritating. I, mean, <laughs> I quite, I quite yeah. enjoyed my two months off. Did you feel that? Uh, did you feel that you felt at home though with that? Because I'm pretty sure that you said to me that they conceded a late goal from a corner, which is like your whole Dundee United theory that four corners equals a goal to the opposition. Oh, we're just no. So what? We did we did it the week before at Fleetwood. I went down to Fleetwood for our pre-season friendly, and and again we conceded a stoppage time goal. Like so, uh, hopefully this isn't a thing this year, because I'll be tearing my hair out if that's the if that's the case. And we've got a huge game tomorrow night against AZ Alkmaar. We're in Europe, which is not normal for us, certainly in recent years. So, and games on BBC Scotland. Um, there is. you go, Dave. If you if you if you want to watch some uh, a, a Dundee United match, a European Dundee United match, can you imagine it? Don't need to imagine tomorrow night Why? 8 p.m. BBC Scotland. <laughs> Dave, you've been um, going to the Commonwealth Games and things like that, haven't you? Yeah, I've uh, been to been today. Been out to Coventry to watch the judo. Uh, yeah, it's good. Good day out. Uh, didn't really know much about the sport to be honest, but uh, yeah, I got into it. it. Was decent. Yeah, lot loads of Scottish over there. Yeah, loads of Scottish over there. Yeah, I think that there's been a lot. There's a big contingent for um for judo and also like for swimming. I've been watching a lot of the swimming yeah. recently, and it's um. It's interesting. It's actually really interesting as well that they're running, so they're running the the Paralympics at the same time. So like yeah. it'll be one kind of regular event and one para event. And some of the para events are mental because like they have a whole in the S category, so like S five or mm. S seven or whatever. It's people with like actual different disabilities as well. Yeah. So you'll just have like guy missing an arm versus guy missing a, a leg versus like a blind and, guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like that's mad. It's it's incredible. So you watch it and you're like, and it was even more interesting. There was a, a lassie uh, who was her category wasn't represented because they only represent every two. So it's like S five has a fifty meter breaststroke, S seven has a fifty meter. So she had to, she was an S six and had to compete at S seven and won a silver medal, which is like being an under fifteen and being like, yeah, you're in the under twenty ones and scoring a goal. Like it's inc- it's incredible. It's really, really cool to watch. And I like the way they've integrated it in that it's not a because I, I I I wouldn't have watched the, the Paralympics if it was on post kind of thing because it's never given the same coverage. But it was really good. It's it's been mad just to think that, you know, most of the events are down the road from where I am. So like yeah. the mountain biking's been in like Canuck Chase today, which is like Five minutes away. And, oh, is it? I know two yeah, people who are racing for Scotland. Yeah. There is and doing that. They were both so, fourth. Very yeah, Scottish. Yeah, no. Yeah, Sutton Park had like the triathlon on the first day, and that's like you know, twenty minutes away. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's been really, really surreal to think that like I've been to these places and now there's like proper athletes. <laughs> so are we going to yeah. see you four years time, Dave, on the track at the cycling or maybe at the judo, just uh, competing? <laughs> yeah. Is that the? Is it spurred you on? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I might take up squash. Yeah, that's it. Good lad. Very sore in the knees, Dave. Very sore in the knees, squash. (laughs) So, as normal, we'll run through our picks for the week ahead. But, Dave, I've seen in the uh, Facebook group, which everyone is welcome to join, uh, just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook and uh, join the community there. A few hundred of us uh, talking sports, especially sports betting. You've been um, giving us sort of like little overviews of how you think the various leagues in England might go this year. Yeah, uh, perhaps now might be a time to to recap that and give us some of your thoughts behind who you think the league winners will be, or if you've got any cool special bets for relegation or points totals or anything like that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, so I think um, I 
I couldn't tell you what they are after the weekend now, but I, I really like Middlesbrough to win the championship. They were nine to one at the uh, when I had a go on them. They need a striker. Uh, I think they've just gone fourth from Brentford, but they could do with maybe one or two more decent strikers to proper mount a good challenge. But you know, Wilder knows that league perfectly well. He's he's made some good signings with that. Uh, Stefan in goal from City and uh, Ryan Giles on line from Wolves and uh, yeah they lost Jed Spence but the kid who Jones the kid who played right back he, he scored at the weekend he look, looks better than Spence so I don't what think they're missing yeah. in there but yeah it's a lot there uh, obviously I've got to, after last year staying true to Bolton to get promoted <laughs> they have a four to one and I liked them they had a d- decent draw at the weekend uh, so I think yeah that, they've done well as well to uh, come back uh, I think they need a good start last year they just they didn't start playing until Christmas and they <laughs> got a really good run together and just missed out on the playoffs uh, Stockport fancied for League 2 uh, they were around 6-1 to one, uh, promoted from the National League last year but they'd already built a squad that could cope with League 2 so I think they ended up losing. They lost three uh, two Saturday. I, I backed them on Saturday, and I think they were three 0 down after about half an hour. But, uh, <laughs> did, yeah, yeah, they did, football's back. Yeah, they did uh, get it back to a uh, three two in the end. So showing a bit of fight already. Uh, I think that yeah, they should be up there towards. I think. I mean, after my Beth Mead bet to uh, win top score of Paddy Park and piss off rightfully so seeing as they only paid me out half the money for a winner when she clearly won uh, but that they got some decent um, bets on City I think it was um, City to score 96 or more goals this season that was at evens that was uh, which I thought that was pretty good I don't know if it's still up there I don't know if it was just a special on but they also had one with um, City to win Premier League, FA Cup, and League Cup. That was twenty to one, which I thought was worth it. Cups are hard though, aren't they? Like it's difficult yeah, to win a cup, especially with the amount of fixtures City are going to have this year. Yeah, they're still. Got, I mean, deck. That's their squad depth. Yeah, their their squad depth's immense, but still, you need everything. You just need one slip up, and you know you you can yeah. salvage a league with one slip up, but. One slip up in, especially like the League Cup, if you're not playing a full strength team. Yeah, you know, you I think, take. No, I think Fulham were uh, Fulham were too big for me at five to four to go down. I think. Uh, okay. Uh, I think they've signed a lot of players, but that doesn't. What does that give you, really? To a squad that hasn't played together and doesn't gel together. You know, they've been up twice, been down twice. Mitrovic has never really done it in the. Premier League, as I maybe this is his year, but I think they had a decent price at uh, five to four. Fulham were to go down, so yeah. I mean, yeah. it seems like it's always just like you see Fulham going up and then Norwich going down, and they just trade places every yeah, year. Yeah, didn't you <laughs> the Premier League? There's a thing going around where they're saying that they're actually just the same team. <laughs> just change that <laughs> back year. to back. Yeah, oh, okay. um, but then, yeah, yeah. That's- so, yeah, if anyone wants to go back and have a look, they're all still up in the uh, group anyway. And there won't have been too much change to price after one weekend. 
So nah. I just had a quick check there. Middlesbrough still eight, so in three six five. So you can probably That's get that somewhere good, else, yeah. and then apply your bet boost or whatever it is, um, whatever tokens that you, you get given at the other sites. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to find them. They're on the Facebook group. Do go and check it out. We mentioned the Patreon channel that we have. That's uh, still going. And obviously we're now back uh, with season five and we'll be on there every single week. Um, and you'll get access to this show early as a video podcast. So you can see the three of us on our Zoom call um, talking back and forth as soon as we finish. So it doesn't go to Gary. It doesn't get edited. So we bit more raw and ready. And you also get the middle section of the podcast where we shoot the breeze about picks that maybe didn't make the show or just other things we like that doesn't go out on the on the regular podcast um a little extra section in the middle and then you also get all the other content that we do around the golf majors around big horse racing events um and really something darts just depends whatever whatever big uh, tournaments are coming up that we've got an interest in um, we'll run some extra Patreon content. So head on over to Patreon. It's like £6 a month and it really supports us. Um, and we've upgraded, as Gordon said, all our equipment. So hopefully this is now loud and crystal clear. And if you're on Patreon, you can you can see it. Yeah, you can, you, you can see it. So uh, thanks to all our patrons and hopefully we could get a few more. Um, with that, let's head into that middle section. Um, so patrons, we'll be with you in a second. Everyone else, we shall hear from you after this short break. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for Saturday, August 6th, 2022, Season 5, Episode 1. And as usual, um, we'll stick to the same format that's always worked for the, the Trample Bet podcast. Bit of a run-through for new listeners. We will each give you what we think is the best bet of the weekend, so Friday through to Monday, um, in four different categories. The banker, something that we basically expect to be an absolute stick on. Um, and, and won't lose and, and we hit these way more often than not um, a value bet which tends to be around the even money mark where we think the bookies have maybe slightly mispriced it or you're just getting a really good deal um, on a team where the, where the odds of them winning is better than the actual chances of it happening um, the outsider bet so that's something where the bookies have priced it up as an underdog and we think there's some value in there and then finally a pick from each of us and a tenner of our own money goes on a treble and all proceeds go to a charity uh, should it come in. So we've raised some good money in the past. We always, uh, I think it's probably fair to say we've always um, given more out than we've staked. Definitely. Is that fair to say? I'd say that's definitely the case um, and, the, and the charity trebles over the course of the season. Um, so we'll be looking to... As, I've seen your guys' picks already. Um, you'll obviously remind me of them, but I did notice that you've both gone absolute shite bag for the charity picks. <laughs> clearly, clearly wanting to get one in nice and early. And there and there's me 
way above even money, just just out there on a limb, <laughs> you know, go, going for the big bucks, nice and early. Well, while you two are playing it safe, but that that's the way we run it. Um, so we'll go through all the bankers, all the values, all the outsiders, and end with the charity picks. So to open season five and the 2022-23 season. My banker is Saturday at 3pm in the Scottish Premiership. Rangers versus Kilmarnock and a home win here for Glasgow Rangers is 2-9 to nine at 3-6-5. I watched Kilmarnock last week when they played at home to Dundee United and I was not particularly impressed with their performance on their home plastic pitch. And going to Ibrox, that's going to be a difficult task. Especially, I think, as Rangers will be really keen to start the match positively because they were criticised for starting last week's game against Livingston really sluggishly and going a goal down within the first 10 minutes. Um, it was a game that they would go on to win and dominate, um, ending up 2-1 winners. But a lot of people were very unhappy with the fact that they didn't come out the gate strongly. So I think Van Bronckhorst will be keen on that, especially at home. And they'll want to put in a real dominant performance uh, and, and lay their marker for this season. They're just much better than Kilmarnock. Um, they've got new striker Antonio Kolak from Greek outfit PAOK um, playing up front. So it'll be interesting to see what he does this season. Um, but I think just attitude-wise, this will be a game that they, they will want to come out and show real strength and they'll just be far too strong. And I think two to nine is actually a reasonable banker price for that. I would be amazed if Rangers don't win this. Like, amazed good That's start it. nice to see you going to somewhere you've had so much success in the past uh, in, in Ibrox um, <laughs> I am going to be uh, I'm just remembering the last season the only time that I can remember like you don't lose many bankers but the only one I remembered was Rangers which is more frustrating um, but yeah anyway so on, uh, on my banker this week uh, and I am in a league that's 17 games in this is uh, the Norway Elite Seer in the top division in Norway. And I'm going to be taking... This game's on Sunday. It is at five o'clock. And I'm taking Moldy away at Christiansund. So this is top versus bottom. Moldy have taken 39 points from their 17 games versus Christiansund, who have played 16 games and taken a lowly six points. They are rock bottom of the league. They are you know five points away from their nearest competitor who are also getting relegated on 11 points. The only win they've had this season was against recently promoted Ham Cam, which is a great name for a team. Um, and they're just not very good, Christian Sund. Moldy are playing midweek, which is why you're getting a good price on them. So Moldy have got to go to Kishvarda in Hungary. Um, but they're playing on Sunday. They're playing tomorrow night and they're playing on Sunday. And a lot of my picks will be around Europa League ties because I think that's probably where you're going to get the most value early on in the season. Um, Moldy away here were 6-11 to 11 when I looked at them um, they're now 7-11 to 11. so uh, there's a there's been some some changings of the odds uh, but 7-11 to 11 for them here in this spot I think is, is quite good and it's quite big a price uh, for, for a banker to start the season but that is Moldy away at Christiansund and that is 7-11 to 11. Dave yeah so uh I'm in uh, Saturday at 3pm and uh, in the National League in England. And uh, I do believe they were my first ever pick uh, on this show. And they're going to be my first pick this season. And it's uh, Wrexham against Eastleigh. And uh, I'm going to go back Wrexham here at one to three. So Wrexham came second in the uh, National League last season. But only one team went up uh, promoted, which was Stockport. So Wrexham went straight to the semi-final of the playoffs where they ended up losing to uh, Grimsby 5-4 in extra time. 
Uh, yeah, they scored 91 goals last season. Uh, Eastleigh finished 19th, got 46 points, only scored 52 goals. Wrexham beaten both games last season, uh, 3-2 and 2-0. They haven't lost to them in the last six meetings, winning three, drawing three. They've also made, uh, made some decent signings, Wrexham. They haven't gone mental. Uh, they've, they've brought in Elliot Lee from Luton. Uh, Tony Cliff, good centre-half from Crawley. Uh, Anthony Ford, winger from Oxford. So again, they're, they're players with league experience that they've managed to talk down to play in the National League. Because uh, I think there's no money cap, I think, on the, what they can pay them, I think. So that's how they managed to uh, get them. Yeah, but they've still got Paul Mullin, uh, who finished top scorer last season with 26. We've got Ollie Palmer, who they brought in from Wimbledon still. And uh, I mean, Eastley's major signing this summer was uh, Tristan Abrahams, who's one of uh, Tammy's brothers. Uh, whether he can uh, get as many goals as Tammy can, who knows? But. No, I, I, to be honest, I expect Wrexham to not walk the league, but I expect them to win the league quite comfortably. So one to three, yeah, we'll have that. Welcome. Yeah, back. that sounds good. Yeah, welcome back. Sounds good to me. Um, you've got to fancy Wrexham to do something big, you know, with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney at the at the helm. They'll be wanting to to put in a real good performance this season, yeah. surely. Yeah. Um, it'll certainly be expected. So if you tally that, tally those three bankers up. So we've got uh, Glasgow Rangers, Moldy and Wrexham. Comes out 1.5 to 1. There you go. 1.5 to 1 for a banker treble. Pretty good odds on uh, two things I'm pretty certain will happen. And then I, I know nothing about Moldy, really. I'm good. You know, I'm going to be straight up about that. But Gordon, if you're confident, that's good enough for me. <laughs> that's a first. <laughs> 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 on to the value picks then um so something usually usually around even money mark but the, you know if we if, if we see value in it um is is what is going in this section of the show i'm staying in scotland in the premiership saturday at 3 p.m for aberdeen versus st mirren and the home win for aberdeen here is around 10 to 11 so it's just just under even money i've seen it in 9 to 10 as well um aberdeen lost their opening game of the season last weekend 2-0 at celtic park and I would not read anything into that at all. Every team will go to Celtic Park this season and lose. So it's pretty much a case of nothing to see here. St Mirren, though, lost 1-0 at home to Motherwell. And for me, that is a lot more telling. Um, Motherwell uh, were very bad in the in the Europa League Conference qualifying campaign, losing to, to Sligo Rovers. And then they've been able to go to St Mirren away from home and, and beat them. Uh, and yeah, you, you know, you actually need to go back 18 occurrences and back to 2011 for the last time St. Mirren won at Pitodri. That's a long time. And yet Aberdeen are pretty much even money in this game. Uh, so Jim Goodwin, new Aberdeen manager, uh, they, they had a bit of a disaster last year with the Stephen Glass experiment. Um, so they've got Jim Goodwin in and he'll have them performing much better than last year's 10th place finish. You know, he'll get them fired up. He's the sort of guy... Um, I think that will go through the players, get them fired up, and where that will really tell is in a home match is they'll want to make them hard to beat at home. That's the first thing I expect to see um, as he makes his mark on the team. So I think St Mirren will struggle this year. Uh, I was saying earlier that they're probably my pick to be relegated from the, the Scottish Premiership, and almost even money for Aberdeen here represents great value in my opinion. I would, I would, 
probably expect them to be around like seven to ten or maybe even lower. That's a good pick in there. The Stephen Glass experiment would be a really good name for a jazz band. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they'd be more successful than Aberdeen were. Last season, certainly. Well, in the value section for me, I'm taking us to my Coupon Spiritual Homeland, which is uh, the French leagues. Slightly further up, uh, League One, so the, the top division. And I picked that... I, I, you know, this was, I, I think, the best one I could bring this week. I'm not going to call it a, you know, I'm not going to say anything more than that, but I think it's just a bit like, out of all the picks this week, this is the one I think damn good. Anyway, the pick is Strasbourg to beat Monaco. Now, Strasbourg finished six points behind Monaco last season, uh, finishing sixth. It's their, it was their top finish in, I think, about the last 50 years, since 1979-80 was the last time that they, they were anywhere close to that. A 4-0 defeat in the last game of the season stopped them getting into the Europa Conference League, which is really disappointing for them there because it would have been their first European foray since since back then. Um, but they've been pretty good in the in the off season. They've had a they've had some decent preseason friendlies in there as well. And Monaco had to go and play last night against PSV, and they're playing next week against PSV in the Champions League qualifiers. Now, Monaco are going to need to qualify for the Champions League if they're going to be able to keep up the spending they've been trying to do. They've brought in a couple of players that that probably could play with Southampton, Takumi Minamino from Liverpool and Briel Mbolo, um, you know, uh, for, for two that they brought in. They drew one each with PSV uh, last night as well. Strasbourg have had the better of this fixture the last three times it's been played. They've won two, uh, they've won one, drawn, uh, one two, drawn one. Um, Monaco play in midweek in, 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 the, in the Champions League here, uh, as opposed to Molde playing in the, in the Europa Conference League, I think is, is the difference here. And Strasbourg are 13 to 8 to win this game, or you can get them at slightly, well, at, 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 at decent odds there or thereabouts, 17 to 10 at other bookies as well. Um, I think this is, um, I think it's it's quite interesting that the, the spread that the bookies have this <laughs> um, on. I don't think they've made up their mind really about how Strasbourg have performed this season. Um, but yeah, it, it's. I expect Strasbourg to, to, to perform a lot better than Mon- than, than people think, or certainly the bookies think here. And uh, 17 to 10, 13-8, good price to do so. That is a huge value pick for day one. Yeah. I, I, it's, right it's not- in there, it's 17 to 10. 74 on bet 365. 74. Yeah. That's, so- that's huge odds. So, yeah, I, I like your confidence in it. And if you can get that one in as a value pick on, on day one, that would be immense. Yeah. So, Dave, where, where have you got us for value town? So, uh, I'm going to go to the uh, start of the English Prem. Uh, Saturday at three o'clock. I think uh, Leeds against Wolves. And I like the look of Leeds at five to four. Uh, so, as we all know, Leeds stayed up on the final day last year, being Brentford. Uh I've got old Jesse Marsh. Gets a bad rep, doesn't he? Just for being American, just because of the way he speaks. People don't really uh, like it. But, you know, they've lost Rafinha and uh, Kevin Phillips, obviously. But uh, Marsh brought some players in that he knows. Like, so he's brought in like, Tyler Adams and Brendan Aronson that are both like, USA internationals that he knows, both from the Red Bull organisations, one from Leipzig and one from uh, the one in Vienna. Uh, uh, who is this? Red Bull Leipzig and um, 
Oh, I can't remember the other one, but yeah, I know what yeah, you're talking about. But yeah, like he's managed, he's managed both of them, hasn't he? Uh, he's certainly managed one in uh, Austria anyway, but uh, yeah, and then he's brought in uh, Christian Rasmus for Salzburg, sorry, that's it. Uh, yeah, he's, brought in, he's brought in a, another guy from Salzburg as well that he knows. Um, you know, they've got Bamford, should be back full fitness this season. Messi has a good keeper. I think they'll do all right, Leeds. I, I know a lot of people are a bit down on them, but I don't know. I think they'll be all right. But this is, uh, I'm getting against Wolves because Wolves have, uh, so they finished 10th last season, but they've, they've, they've got problems here. They've sent Fabio Silva they'll, uh, out on loan, who was the guy that spent like 30 odd million on him. He hasn't come off forward. And then the, Jimenez is injured. Troy Ora is injured. Uh, they haven't brought any other striker in apart from Huang, who they had on loan last year. But you know, he looked looked decent in the games he played. But he's not going to score you twenty five goals a season. He's just a workhorse, you know. So it looks like they're going to play um, Podent as a, a fourth nine uh, if they don't sign a striker. They've got Neto fit, but I think for opening day, I can't see him causing much threat. Uh, so yeah, I'll take these. And by the way, two of, my, two of my really good mates of mine, Steve and John, are both Wolves fans. They're probably going to hate me for this pick, but... <laughs> Straight in, deep. I like the pick. Yeah. I like the pick. I think Leeds will be all right this season. Yeah. Um, And when I say all right, I mean probably around like 15th. I don't think they'll be relegated this year, but just looking through the league at first glance. Um, so yeah, let's take, let's take them on opening day. Let's be bold, Dave. I like it. <laughs> So combining those three picks, Aberdeen, Strasbourg, and Leeds, ten point eight four to one. Pretty good for a value treble if if you fancied it. Now on to this week's outside picks. Um, if you've listened to the podcast in previous years, you'll know that I like to go to the Japanese leagues, and that's where I am going for my outsider Sunday at eleven a.m. in the Japanese top division, so the J One League. For Kawasaki Frontale versus Yokohama F Marinos, and this is some game. Um, you'll know, you'll know from previous years that these are two teams that regularly can uh, contest the title. Um, but the Marinos have pulled away at the top of the league with forty eight points. That's an eight point lead over second place Kashima Antlers after twenty three matches. They're currently the form team in the division, eleven points from their previous five games. And Kawasaki haven't been the unbeatable force that they've been in recent years. They're currently back in fifth place with 37 points, although they do have two games in hand on pretty much every other team in the league. Um, Formwise only managed seven points from the last five games. So this is actually a huge game in the J-League season. Um, A win for Kawasaki, they're suddenly eight points behind top spot with two games in hand, so a possible six, meaning really maybe only two points behind. But a win for Yokohama will leave them 14 points back. Even with the two games in hand, that then seems pretty damn sizable. Um, Yokohama F Marinos has been really good on the road this year. 19 points from 12 games. And they don't know the importance of this game. Kawasaki, good home record. 22 points from 10 home games. But they used to be absolutely invincible at home. Um, and, and they're just not this year. And I really like the big odds of 17 to 10 on Yokohama as the underdogs here especially as they turned over Kawasaki back in February uh, 4-2. And Kawasaki have only won once in their last seven matches across all competitions. So that's not normal for Kawasaki Frontale. That form is not normal. One win out of seven. Okay, some of them are cup and some of them are friendlies. It's a game against PSG in there as well. But 
they're just on a bit of a downturn and I think Yokohama might sense blood. My one fear would be that they think a draw is good enough. You know, just don't let them gain any points. Um, but I think at 17 to 10, I'll go for an away win. So the Yokohama F Marinos away at Kawasaki Frontale. Nice. Uh, I take us very far from from uh, Japan uh, to Switzerland. Uh, not a league that I, I generally do much in. However, I like one game this week, and that is uh, Sion away at FC Zurich. Um, the game, the league itself, is only three games in. Uh, so the Sion have played three games; they've taken four points. Zurich, uh, who are in the the qualifiers for the um, for one of the European competitions, have played three games. Scored zero goals, conceded six, and have taken one point from that. Um, they haven't started the league well at all, and they have to play Linfield tonight. Uh, Linfield tomorrow night, and they've got Linfield again next uh, next week. In between now, now Linfield won't be the opposition that that you know. It's not as if they've got Monaco PSV or they're doing anything like that. But you know, they're going to have to tough games, and they're going to have to travel for that. And I think Sion are, are pretty a pretty decent outsider in this spot because they haven't traditionally done much against them uh, in, the, in the league in previous seasons, but they started quite well again as well. Um, Zurich lost at the weekend to St. Gallen. That was after St. Gallen went down to 10 men at about 60 minutes. So they, they, they content, then the St. Gallen were only one, the St. Gallen were only one nil up at that point. They went unscored again. So it's, it's not, they haven't been great so far. They've, you know, they've, they've done nothing in, in the league um, they went through against Carabag, so they've been travelling a bit for this in, in the last couple of weeks. But I really like Sion here at quite a large price, uh, 31 to 10, on it 4, 3 to 1, whatever you're, you're going to get them at. Um, it's just really a bet against Zurich or a bet against the fact that they've got to play uh, midweek and they'll be thinking about a game next week after that because it doesn't look like they're going to be qualifying again <laughs> next season. Um, so yeah, so that's Sion away, um, 3 to 1-ish for this. Dave, what you got? Uh, so uh, I'm in League Two. Uh, sat there again at three o'clock, and it's uh, Newport against Warsaw. And uh, I'm going to take Warsaw here at eleven to four. So um, uh, Flynn, the Warsaw manager, he came in last season uh, at the end of last season after they looked like they were going to struggle, but he kept them up, did pretty well. It's his first full season. He, he knows this league really well, Mike Flynn, but. First game last last week, they won a bit of Hartlepool 4-0 at home. Uh, Danny Johnson scoring a hat-trick, a guy they've got in on loan from Mansfield. Apparently, they did a, they'd agreed a two-year deal in principle and uh, Mansfield changed their mind and uh, sent him out on loan. So, maybe they might be calling him back if he uh, mm-hmm. continues his goal-scoring right. But, no, they, they, look, they look good last week, Walsall, to be fair. Uh, they've also got... Timmy Abraham, which is another one of Tammy's brothers. How many brothers are you? Are you just backing old Tammy Abraham's brothers to score? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that might be a good bet. Uh, but yeah, but no. Uh, Newport, their first game, they drew one all the way at Sutton. Um, yeah, Newport, they'll be all right, I think. They, they might make the playoffs this year, but if you're going to give me Warsaw at 11 to 4 here after the performance last week, I'll, I'll take that all day. I think that's, that's a really good price on them. So. Nice one. So, ideal Japan, Switzerland and Walsall <laughs> and Walsall. <laughs> and uh, I would, you know, not not that I would advise anyone to do this, but to let you know that if you know for uh, comparative purposes, combining those three picks as a tribal's thirty nine and a half to one. 
pretty much forty to one for this. Quite short on that. Sometimes you get that, and you're like, it's uh, eighty-five to one for the. Uh, yeah, but it, it, it might be my seventeen to ten shot in there that's you know dragging it down a little bit because it's under the two to one mark. But thirty-nine and a half to one, uh, I'll probably put that on as a tricksy. So I just need two of them to come in. Um, so fingers I just crossed need for twelve that. to come in. Well, <laughs> uh, the mega coupon is always the dream. <laughs> So they're the main picks from this week's show and uh, mentioned our Patreon channel before. If you join us on Patreon, um, usually Thursday morning, you get all of these picks released uh, on a cheat sheet. So you can just pull it up on your phone app and you can you can see all the picks written down. Don't have to take notes or try and remember things as you listen to the show. Uh, okay, on to the charity picks. Let's try and get our first charity travel of the year sailing in. I am in Scotland in the Premiership Sunday at 3pm for Dundee United versus Livingston in the home win for, for my own team. Uh, granted, Dundee United is 7-5. I was at their opening game of the season away at Kilmarnock, ended in a 1-1 draw thanks to 10-man Dundee United losing a stoppage time equaliser, but we, we did look much better. Um, we finished fourth in the table last year and I believe that our squad has improved since last season. The youngsters now have a much needed year of competitive football under their belt and combined this with we've made some quality new acquisitions that have been brought in. So we've got Stephen Fletcher playing up front for us now doing a role that we just didn't have anyone to do last year and that will really free up um, Tony Watt. So that that's really, really important. Dylan Levitt signed him permanently from Man United. He was arguably our best player last year. So to have him permanently is wonderful. Uh, picked up Craig Sibbald from Livingston and, and Glenn Middleton from Rangers, so both in the midfield. So this is this is better than we were, and we were good enough last year to finish fourth. Um, and I just think we're going to have at home, especially a really good shout against Livingston. And the fact I would have expected us to be priced around even money, but we're actually all the way up at seven to five. So I've seen enough to think that this is a pretty good odds. Uh, made even better by Dave telling me pre-show that this was almost his blue pick. So, cheers, yeah, Dave. Right, yeah, I had a look at it. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Liked it a lot. I mean, that that is good. But it, I mean, going to it, beating Livingston when you're uh, beating Livingston when you're when they're away at you is is the thing that everyone needs to do because no one's getting any fucking points at the spaghetti had. Man, it's the <laughs> shittest pitch. That's, <laughs> It is, uh, it is uh, in Scotland. Well, Kilmarnock have been uh, promoted. I forgot about that, actually. Um, so anyway, uh, my banker there, sorry, my charity then, um, is also in Scotland. Uh, this is in the championship. This is round two. Um, and I am taking Cove Rangers or draw. Uh, this It's Morton versus Cove Rangers. And I'm taking Cove Rangers or draw in this spot at three to five. Um, Cove have been really good. First game of the season for them. Uh, they're top of the league. Uh, also, mainly because they're they're uh, the alphabet uh, helps them a little bit there, and Partick uh, are, are much further down there. But you know they, they won their first game two 0 against Wraith. Um, Hamilton versus Morton uh, was a game that finished one nil. Uh, sorry, one each, uh, and any of us could have predicted that because it's uh, it's Hamilton. Um, but the kind of dismal part about that was Hamilton get a man sent off really early in that game. Um, after they'd scored so they were 1-0 up get a man sent off Morton scored from the resulting penalty they couldn't do anything in the second half they got a whole bunch of guys booked it turned into like a, a proper battle in there um, and you know Morton were all right last season they hadn't been too bad but they've lost a lot of the, the players that they had 
in. Uh, I know this because uh, of, of Gavin from our baseball team, who who is a super Morton fan and has been telling us about it for ages. But I think Cove will be good in this in this league. You know, they are. If you look at them, they they last. I mean, last season they what they, they got promoted at League One. They're now in the Championship. This is a different quality there. But to come in and to beat Wraith. Uh, and they've still got Mitch Meganson playing for them as well, who, who just seems to score at every level in Scotland. So anyway, I like, I did like Cove to win this, but I'm going to take Cove or draw because it's a, a a charity bet and that's at three to five. So um, I, I, Andy's give, for all the patrons, Andy's or non-patrons, Andy's giving me the thumbs down there, but he won't be giving me the thumbs down when they end up drawing this one each and then where <laughs> the charity comes in on the back of that. So Dave, what have you got to, to round off this week's show? Yeah, so I'll round us off and it's uh, League One Saturday at three o'clock and it's uh, Peterborough against Morecambe and I'm going to take Peterborough here at uh, the crowds of three to five. You know, we want this charity bet to come in, don't we? Uh, yeah, so P- Peterborough relegated from the Championship last season, but they're hotly tipped to uh, go back to the Championship for the first time of asking. Last time they were in League One, then they finished second, scored 83 goals. They've still got players like Jack Marriott, uh, Clark Harris, uh, Sammy Smodzik, all good players at League One level, all going to score goals week in, week out. Uh, beat Cheltenham 3-2 last week in the first game of the season. Uh, Morecambe, you know, surprised everyone last year by staying up. They were, again, hotly tipped to go down and uh, ended up finished 19th. Uh, hotly tipped to go down again this season to see if they can uh, stay up again this season. But Drew Neal at home to Shrewsbury, uh, first game of the season. Only had two shots on target as well in the whole of the 90 minutes at home. So I think Peterborough certainly had to score them there. But uh, one for uh, if you're into your football kits and sponsorships, apparently uh, Tyson Fury's uh, Gypsy King brand is uh, sponsoring yeah, the I shorts of Morecambe FC. <laughs> Not the top, the shorts. The shorts, good <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, if you, if you want to get them, get on them. Well, that makes sense though. He doesn't wear tops when he's when he's playing his sport, wow. does he? Yeah, just yeah. shorts. So, yeah. you know, he would be the short yeah. sponsor. <laughs> Fantastic. So that's a charity treble of Dundee United. Cove Rangers on the double chance and Peterborough and that comes in at just under 5 to 1 4.7 to 1 so hopefully we've got uh, 57 quid next week to be giving to a charity that's the that's the goal gents thank you very much um, we are back with a bang um, if you do what Gordon does and want to back all the selections it's 6,860 to 1 there you go G-Man that's your, uh, that's your mega coupon odds that's the mega coupon odds I mean you have come y'all... close before we've got 10 out of 11 10. once We've done ten. I've been sitting with a. I've been sitting once with us. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this. I've been sitting once with a, a, an eight hundred pound cash out watching Jerome's team spunk away a fucking two 0 yeah. lead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was NEC, uh, but yeah. you know it's great to be in yeah. these kind of positions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you know one day we'll hit it, and when we hit it, oh, a new car. It'll for be me. glorious. It'll be glorious. Uh, before we wrap up then, um, obviously we're massive football fans ourselves. Dave, where are Villa going to finish this year? Uh, Off the top of your head. Uh, Don't think too hard. Just give me a number. Eighth. Eighth. Oh, okay. And because obviously Joey and uh, Jerome aren't here, Palace and Man United. Uh, United, I think they'll be all right under 10 hours, but I don't think they'll break the top four. Size six. To be honest, I think, you know, as much as I don't like saying it to Jerome, but I think Palace will be decent as well. 
Uh, I think that might finish above us. I think that seventh, I'll give Palace. I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Gordon, Liverpool, where are they coming this year? Winning the league. Winning the league. Yeah. Bold. Um, Arsenal. I'll, 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 fourth. There you I mean, go. Wait, Re- a, retu- a, a, retu- a return to a return to fourth for <laughs> Arsenal. That's that's what I see. And then obviously our Scottish teams, uh, G-Man, Hibs. Just don't get relegated. That's it. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's genuinely like we've been last season. We just went off the boil. United fifth. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have high aspiration. I know we finished fourth last year, but fifth still seems a stupidly high aspiration. Um, but I think that's where I'd like to see us finish this year. Well, that was the podcast. Join us on Facebook. Join us on Patreon. Really hope you've enjoyed the show. It's been great to be back for season five. Thank you to Gordo. Thank you to Dave. All that's left to say is good luck for the weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.